0: We're taking you inside the mind of a man. This is How Men Think, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, what's going on? My name is Michael Yo, and I'm a comedian and actor. I was an entertainment host. If it's Hollywood, I have done it. I have worked at E, Insider, Extra, Entertainment Tonight, Access. I, I got around. I was a I was a entertainment news and I got around. I'm just letting you know I got around. Uh, I'm going to be answering all these questions, so I appreciate them. And then we're going to be taking some phone calls as well. It's how men think. But first, this is the 11 questions with me, Michael. Yo, let's get it started. What are you known for? Tell us about yourself. Well, uh, I, I say I would, I'm would. i known for – I first got in the – uh-oh, that's my alarm. I'm known for not turning off my alarm. That's first. But I'm known for, I would say, first being an entertainment reporter on E! Entertainment when that network was huge. You had Chelsea Lately on it. You had uh, Joel McKell for The Soup. And I was on E! News with Ryan Seacrest. So that was a big moment in my career. And then from Chelsea Lately, I was on The Kardashians – I was on, uh, what was it, Um, Courtney and Chloe Take Miami. So I was their radio boss in that show. And then being on Chelsea kind of sprung into stand-up comedy, which I've been doing just past 10 years. And now acting's coming into play. So I got a new TV show coming out on Apple Plus here in a couple of months. So I would say I'm known for entertainment. That's what I would say I'm known for. Uh, About myself, born and raised in Houston, Texas. Fathers, Black, moms, Asian. Um, they were very strict parents. Uh, they say it like they mean it all the time. I have a family now. Um, I'm black and Asian. My wife is white and our kids are black, white, and Asian. We gave birth to pandas, the little panda bears. So we love them. But my main thing about myself right now, I survived COVID. Um, I almost died from COVID like two years ago. So that's a life-changing moment that, uh, really meant a lot to me. And I, and I actually talk about that in my new special coming up. That's going to be dropping on March 17th. So that was a big moment, pivotal moment in my life. And to come full circle two years later and drop a special talking about a bunch of different things is very special to me, but I'm just all about family, all about my kids, all about my wife, because you never know how long you're going to be around. So that's what I like doing to spend the time with my family. Uh, Who are you in your personal life? I'm that dude. You know, what's funny about me is when I was younger, I partied, I went to clubs. I lived in Miami. We threw down to 6 a.m. and then they had a club called Space. We would stay up to like two o'clock in the afternoon. That was me 20 years ago. Now I'm a dude that just likes to chill. I just like chilling um, with my family and doing stuff around the house. I'm that. I'm turning into my dad. I'm turning into my dad. Oh, I'm starting to talk like him. I'm like, oh, I don't like the music today. You know, like my dad used to say that about my music. Now I'm the same way. I'm like, "Mm, they don't make music like they used to. I'm that dude now. So, but in my personal life, it's just all family, man. I'm just a dad. I, you know, I told my friends, my guy, some of my guy friends are still single. And I said, I'm so much better as a husband than a single guy. Like, I just like to know what's happening when I get home. I know what's going to happen. I get home. I know exactly how it's going to be. And I love that uh who are you and you part we did that one three shows you've been watching okay one I already finished a long time ago it's called money heist it is so good now a lot of people don't like it but man when the show started this is what i love about the show money heist it was on in canada it got canceled after a year or a year and a half netflix picks it up and now it's a world wide hit these people gone from like 100 followers to 26 million followers the actors on this show it's dubbed in another language but it's freaking incredible another thing i'm watching right now that i love the kanye west documentary on netflix now i will tell you this it's not going to make you like him anymore it's not going to make you like him any less but what it will do is show you how hard he hustled to get to where he is and that inspires me the hustle You know, and that's what I love. And when he met his tragic car crash that he was talking about, it it felt the same with me almost dying from COVID. I was like, this is our second chance of life. So we got to make the most of it. And that's what really, really touched me. The third thing, and I hate it. I'm not going to lie to you. I hate binging it, but it's something I do with my wife, the bachelor and bachelorette. (sighs) The worst thing about that show is when somebody says, I don't know why there's so much drama. I was like, you on a show that's built on drama. Like you didn't know drama was going to be on that show. Anyway, so those are the three shows I'm watching. What's my favorite food? Hands down. Pizza. Done. Pizza. I'm looking for the best pizza in the world. I will eat some. This is the problem. I eat pretty healthy, but when I eat pizza, I overeat. You know, you have that one food, no matter how much you you don't want to overeat, you overeat. Like I should only have like three slices. If there's a still pizza, I will eat till I can't eat and I will feel disgusting after it. And then after I feel like that, I go, I am never doing this again. But guess what? I do it again. So pizza is that food for me. Tell us about your career. Well, man, I started. Wow, it's a long time. I started in 2000. Well, before that, I was a radio DJ. I was in. Uh, Houston, went to Austin, and then Miami. And that's when things kind of blew up. Worked for a station called Y100. Um, It was a great station. It it really took me to the next level. And uh, so radio went really good. Radio got me into television. And then television got me into stand-up. And stand-up got me into acting. So my advice for everybody is just say yes. Be ready for opportunity. And once you get that opportunity, freaking crush it. That's my advice to you. So that's pretty much my career, you know, from, and people always ask, so do you like stand up more than acting versus interviewing people? And it's all the same. It's entertainment. You know, you don't walk in to a restaurant and go, so do you like cooking steak more than fish, more than this, more, nah, it's all food. You just cook it different ways. And that's what entertainment is. I do a bunch of different stuff, but it's just different skills in that. In that, um, in that art you're doing, like stand up or acting. It's just a different skill, but it's still entertainment. Uh, what's your biggest fear of life? Well, I faced my biggest fear in life when uh, I was battling COVID. And my biggest fear of life was not dying. At the time, my kids, my son was three, and my daughter was two. And my biggest fear was me passing away from COVID and my kids really not knowing how much I loved them. I didn't want to be a was story, you know? Like, oh, your dad was like this, and he was like that. Like, my son really knows. He's only five now, but he knows how much I love him. You know, hopefully I can be around long enough where my daughter knows that. She's two, so she's still trying to grasp things, you know? So that's my, it sounds simple, but that's my goal in life, to be around long enough where they know how much I love them. So, yeah, that's, uh, that that was my biggest fear. My biggest pet peeve in life, I hate when you're in a conversation and somebody tells you right away what they do, you know, or ask you what you do, but that's a pet peeve. Oh, or lying. Lying to your face is a big pet peeve to me. Like they would just straight up lie to your face. Like, Oh yeah, we're going to do that for you. And then they don't do it for you. But in Hollywood that happens a lot. So man, Oh man. So many times people in my face, like, hey, we're going to do this for you. Oh, really? 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 And then they don't do it for you. So, you know, that's uh, pretty tough. Uh, what makes you the most happy? I sound like a broken record. My family. My family makes me the most happy. It's tough having two kids. It's tough. It's tough. But man, it's the most fulfilling when you had a long day and one of them walks up to you, cuddles with you on the couch and goes, I love you. I mean, done. It's a wrap. It's all worth it right there. Uh, what's your ideal Saturday morning? Uh, I really wake up early every morning. I wake up like 5, 6 a.m. And I get all my work done on Saturday um, before all the kids wake up. And this is pretty much every day. I get everything done. So then when my kids wake up, they got my full attention. So I hate to sound like a broken record, but my ideal Saturday is waking up, grabbing the kids, going to a park. Wow, I'm so family. Uh, Going to a park and just having some food at a restaurant because things are opening up and... Just you know, like like yesterday, we rode the train. You know they love trains, so I just take them on a the train around the mall. It was a, it was an outdoor mall, but we just got in the train that I could barely fit in, and we rode around. And just to see them smile was amazing. Uh, are you more of an athlete or an armchair quarterback? I used to be an athlete. I played college football for the University of Arkansas, uh, but now I'm just that I I'm into stretching more than like working out hard. Cause I have friends that are my age that still play basketball and get rough playing football and all that stuff. And I'm like, Why, why you old, you ain't going pro. Why are you still like my friends be like, I blew up my knee playing basketball. It's like, why you almost 50 years old. Why are you, you think you're going pro? There's no sense in you playing basketball anymore. That's ridiculous. Okay. So stop it. Stop it. Um, what keeps you motivated, man? I've always said I, I, I'm never satisfied. I'm always pushing, and I want that. What keeps me? Mo- it's just a fire. Some people got it. Some people don't. You know, I read a lot of books about motivation, and I'm just that dude. Like I always, I want to be great. I want to be one of the greatest stand-up comics in the world. I want to be one of the greatest actors in the world. Uh, I'm still doing radio. I want to be one of the greatest in that. I want to be one of the greatest in anything I do. So that's the fire in me. Like I'm not doing it to be okay. You know, the best piece of advice I ever got was fail fast. So fail really fast so you know what you're not good at so you can focus in on what you're good at. So um, yeah, that's that's uh, my 11 questions. So there you go. Mm-hmm. All right, so I get excited about this. I get to actually talk to you guys that are on the phone line. So going to the phones, Iris, what's going on?
1: Well, okay, here's the deal. I've been talking with a bunch of girlfriends. This is not the first time this topic's come up, but about men just not making the effort. It's like wanting to, um, you know, pretty much assume that if they don't, Wanna, if they want to be with you they'll find a way they'll move mountains and it's just so many guys just seem like they're not putting in that effort and I don't know they don't if it's just me they don't want a men- meaningful relationship or something real but I don't know it just seems like I hear it too much maybe my dating radar's off
0: well, what do you think well Iris th- I, I love the question because I'm that guy that all the girlfriends come to. Like I have so many girlfriends that come to me for advice. And even guys, what I think is if a guy really wants you, he will move mountains. And it, it, it happens pretty quick. You know, I feel like, you know, they say love at first sight or, you know, right away. With my wife, I knew pretty, pretty fast. I mean, right. And and here's the thing. I used to think. And I wasn't ready to settle down. I would always say, well, I'm too busy to have a girlfriend or I'm too busy to be in a relationship. That was a lie. I just didn't find the right one. Because all things stop when you find the right one and you take time out. How fast can you, I mean, how long does it take to send a text to say, thinking about you? Takes two seconds. So if a guy doesn't have two seconds to reach out to you, then he really doesn't want to be with you.
1: Good point. And a lot will reach out like all day long, but then they don't want to drive and make the time to get a babysitter or do what they have to do. It's like, it's still the same thing. Like
0: a hundred percent, you got to understand, like what I tell people, and this may sound bad to women, but women don't change men to want to be married. A man has to be ready to be married. That's just my opinion because no woman could have changed me. Like when I met my wife, I was already looking for the one. I used to date to date, but then when I changed to date to be married, it's totally different dating. So a uh-huh. woman really to me doesn't change a man. A man has to change first and then find the right one.
1: Good point. I like that. Yeah, too many lazy guys out here, but They're lazy. <laughs> they're but not then the right
0: place. But if they're lazy, that means they're not really in it
1: good point you are so okay that's what we were talking about and now we have your opinion so ah, all right <laughs> all right, Iris.
0: <laughs> all right. Thank well you. thanks for the
1: call thank you take care you too bye
0: bye hey vicky how are you
2: good good how are you
0: great what's your question
2: um okay so i'm in my 40s I don't have kids um, and finally um, I've met someone who is genuine and kind and who you know I can really see myself with so um, I'm actually falling in love with him Um, but he has four kids and he's going through a divorce right now and his ex is like very complicated they don't have good like co-parenting relationship stuff going on right now so I just I need to know like should I continue dating him or is this just all a big red flag?
0: Well, this is, this is, this is very simple. You're taking on another man's family, which is fine, which is fine. If you, if you're fine with starting out with four kids, that's what you got. But you know, the advice I always got, you marry, uh, you don't just marry the person you marry their family. And part of his family is his ex-wife. That's going to be around for the rest of your life or for the rest of her life with the kids. You know, so it's just something you're going to have to deal with now, whether your love can get through that. Like, I don't know the personal ins and outs of your relationship, but that's very stressful, I would imagine, for a relationship because it puts the guy in a bad position a lot of times because... He doesn't want a dog on the ex maybe I I don't know I would imagine if it was me I wouldn't want a dog on her but at the same time I got to keep a balance where I can't dog her and I can't dog you to her so I'm just trying to like I'm just kind of stuck in the middle and I don't want to put it all on the guy if it's about you it's like can you handle this woman for for however the kids are till they're out of the house and making their own decisions that's what it really comes down to love is love like if you love this guy if you really love this guy, you can work through it. But just know when you marry him, you're marrying everything about him, not just him. And I think people lose focus of that.
2: Yeah, that that makes sense. It, 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 I have thought about, you know, seeing her for, for forever, you know. Yes, can I forever. It? Yeah, Forever, Vicky.
0: Forever. <laughs> no, you said it right. And that's the mind frame you got to have is forever this woman will be in my life. Even when the kids graduate college or get married or she will be there. And you will have to deal with her for for vacations, for family get together. She will be there. And I don't know your dynamic, but if your love for this man and his love for you is strong enough, you could work through that. But if you're on the border, then it's something you really need to think about because it's a lot. It's a lot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. I'm pretty agreeable. I think I can get along with anyone and yeah. probably make it work, but yeah, it's just kind of daunting.
0: Just know for the rest of your life, she will be in your life. And if you can deal with that mentally wrap your head around that, then go for it.
2: All right. <laughs> Thanks.
0: Thank you, Vicki. Hey, Simone. Hi. Hi.
2: I just wanted to ask about um, first dates. Like I Uh got really, really nervous on them and Mm -hmm. really in my head about how to act and what to do. And I guess I was just wondering, um, are there any like cues or clues that I can get from a guy, you know, just to like recognize whether they're into me or not. So well, I think- I,
0: I think, I think, I mean, I, I think you're discrediting yourself. I think you need to be more worried about, are you into him? You know what I mean? Like you need to look out for yourself first. And if you like the guy, then look for cues. But I think the first thing is to be more confident and, and be like, do I want to actually like this guy? And if I do now, let's look at the signs now, a guy, you know, guys are guys, as soon as a guy pulls out his phone, just like a girl, they're not interested, you know, so unless he's like a super busy guy that is like, a you know, has to be on his phone, but still you should pay the other person respect and not be on your phone. And you know how guys are. I mean, if they're kind of like, uh-huh, they're, uh-huh. Okay. And not yeah. really listening, then they're not into, you You know, um, it, it's very guys. Here's the thing about guys, terrible liars. So you it's easy to know if a guy is into you or not, and it's not that difficult. You know, I think women want to make it difficult, especially if they like the guy, and they give the guys all these outs and give them second chances and third chances when in their heart they know the guy is not into them. So I I would just say be yourself, and I know that's so cliche, but be yourself. But forget about the guy liking you. Do you like the guy, and do you think he would be best for you? Not the other way around. Never put him first. Put yourself first. Simone.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just got like really freaked out on them, but thank you. Oh was- no.
0: Just be confident. Be con- own it, girl. You you deserve to be there, okay? You deserve to be happy. Oh, thank you. All right, Simone. Hey, Caitlin.
2: Hi. How are you?
0: Great. Great. What's your question?
2: Okay. I recently met a guy through friends, um, and we all went out and had a vibe. It was really, really fun. Um, but he didn't ask for my number at the end of the night. Um, so I was like, okay, but, uh, my friend said he was kind of shy, but like super nice. And so he was probably just like too scared to be up front. Um, so I was like, oh, that's fine. Um, but then I connected with him on Instagram and we started chatting on DMS. Since it was going well, I offered my number and he texted me right away uh, saying, you know, hello back Um, and he gave me his number as well, but um, now he has like he hasn't said anything else, Um, it was just kind of like a quick back and forth of exchanging uh, like our numbers. Um, And our conversations on Instagram were going like really well so. I don't know. Should I start another conversation on text and like, be the one to like kick off that? Or should I just like wait for him to text me again? Cause I, I don't know. Am I being, am I like the one? Well, being- well,
0: let me, do you mind me asking how old you are or what range of age you're in?
2: Uh, yeah. I'm in my thirties
0: In your 30s. So here's my thing. And I, I'm different than a lot of guys. I, I might, but I don't feel like in your thirties you should be playing games. You know what I mean? I, I feel like that's a younger thing to do, like in your twenties, mid twenties, and under. But yeah. once you get in your thirties, if a guy doesn't have the the umph to reach out to a woman that he's interested in, then that's on him. And I don't know if you want that type of person in your life. Yeah, I, I mean, this is like I'm just hearing this from the outside, but if a guy is interested in something 100, percent I mean, he goes after it. I know I do, but even if he's shy, you know, because he's talking to you on Instagram and he's talking to you on text. So why are you initiating it? That's, that's how ridiculous. I feel. Well, that's uh then that answers your question. Like, I, I feel that a lot of times women know the answer. They just don't want to believe the answer. You know, and this is a, and it's not just women only a lot of men too. where if you really like someone, you will give them every excuse. But if a friend if I were to say to you, say we were friends, Caitlin, and I go, there's this girl, I keep uh, texting her, but she's not really hitting me back and stuff. You'd be like, what are you doing? She doesn't like you. You know what I mean? So (laughs) basically take your problem, record it and play it back to yourself. And what advice would you give to that person? That's
2: a really good point, actually. I would tell my friend to just probably um, Mo- move on. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Like yeah. I, I tell I tell everybody their their answers to their problems is basically tell a recorder your problem and play it back. And what advice would you give to that? And that really it kind of simplifies it because if he's not coming after you, that e- either means he's in a relationship and he's trying to balance. Like maybe another person in you and really doesn't know how to do it. And do you want to be involved with a person like that? Or he just has other issues. You never know people's lives. He could have issues with money right now, issues with parents, issues. Who knows? And he doesn't have enough time to be, to have this in his world. So you never know people. You never know what people, other people are going through, but it seems like he's not aggressive about you. So I don't think you should be aggressive about him.
2: Yeah, he could. Yeah, he's shy, but it's still just. Yeah, but shy,
0: shy and not it it, because it's different when I was growing up, like if you were shy, you really couldn't talk to anyone because you couldn't text him. You couldn't Instagram. You had to walk up to the person and actually talk to them. And now guys have all these outs where they could just text a person. So if he can't even text, I don't know if he's worth like you wasting your time.
2: Yeah. That's okay. Thank you for the clarity. That's um, that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Definitely. All right. Well, thank you, Caitlin. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Hey, Karen.
3: Uh, I had a question. Um, now my husband and I have been together for almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. We were dating 10 years and uh, we we've been married for 10 years. Uh, we got two kids and uh, we both recently got promoted in our jobs. So yay. Nice. <laughs> thank you now the kids though are active in a lot of sports and after school activities and all that kind of stuff and you know lately I really feel like I've been carrying the load of the household with mm. the kids and I'd really love him to be more involved you know helping them with their homework and shuffling with their practices and stuff but I mean he's always so exhausted after work you know he says he has to de-stress and things like that yeah um, so my question is, is there a way to bring up his involvement with the kids without, you know, making him feel yeah, I, putting more on his plate?
0: I understand. I, I think this is tough because since you both work, it's a different story. You yeah. know, like I'm in a relationship where I work, but being a mom of two is a lot of work, too. So my wife, she's a stay at home mom. And anytime like I'm very involved, though. Uh, But anytime she needs me more involved, she just, she'll just assign me something, you know, and I don't know if that's right for all. She'll just be like, Oh, hey, I got to do this. But can you take the kids, uh, blah, blah, blah. And, and this is, this is kind of, to me, men are better being told what to do than having a conversation about it. You know, Mm -hmm. like, Because when you were when we have a conversation about we'll find out. But if you're like, Oh, I'm doing this today, but uh, I need you to take the kids to school. Most guys be like, Okay, that sounds simple. You know, so I mean, the whole conversation and not wanting to offend them because you both work. You know, I just say, one day just go, Hey, I got to do this. So can you take the kids to practice? And I know you're tired. You be empathetic because I'm sure he is with you at times, but you got to be empathetic and go, look, I know you're tired, but I need to do this project. So I need you to take the kids to this and see where it goes from there, you know, because there's no excuse where both parents shouldn't be involved in the kid's life.
3: You know what I mean? So instead of just saying, you know, do more, just be a little more specific. Is what you're saying? Yeah,
0: yeah. That's like somebody saying, "Be a better person." You're like, okay, what do you what do you mean? What's wrong with me? Well, I want you to be a better person and listen more when I talk. Now you're specific, right? Right. Instead of just, "I need you to help out." A guy would be like, "Well, what are you talking about? Help out?" This is the first uh, defense mechanism a guy goes to if a woman says, "Be." be, uh, you need to be more helpful. Well, I work, I bring money home. I do this. I do. So we get defensive. But if you're like, Uh just like, Oh, Hey, can you do this for me? Because I'm doing this. Then you'll find out where a guy really is on things. You know what I mean?
3: Right. Right. Just be more
0: specific and more and more guys. (laughs) Look, my friends, they always say, my wife told me to do this, this, and she didn't say do stuff she says, I got to go to this store, pick up this. I got to do this. And I got to take the kids here, you know, Mm -hmm. guys, we're not that bright. You need to tell (laughs) us exactly because we like, our thing is we don't analyze what's going on. We're just, we just like, but if you tell us, I need you to do the garbage today. I need you to run the kids to school. We're like, all right, cool. I got it. But if you go, Hey, just help out. We're like, uh, I thought I was helping out.
3: You know? (laughs) Okay. that's actually really helpful thank you it just maybe i just confused him by saying you know help more
0: (laughs) yeah because we don't know what that means we're dumb remember we are dumb like we don't know what that means but if you say take the kids to school we go oh i know what that means okay
3: great oh that was so helpful thank you
0: you You bet you karen have a great one
3: thanks you too take care
0: bye-bye Well, I had a blast on how men think and and I got to say, thank you for all the phone calls. Uh, If you want to follow me on Instagram, hit me up at Michael Yo, but my new comedy special drops March 17th. Uh, I'm so excited about it. I put my heart and soul into it. And uh, it's the same day that I went to the hospital two years ago, battling COVID. So two years after it's dropping March 17th and to see what you can go through and see the light at the end of the tunnel and drop a new special. It's beautiful. Just go to michaelyo.com, and you can watch it on there on March 17th. And follow me on Instagram at michaelyo. Love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging, and keep listening to this pod, and keep the calls coming. I'll see you next time. Later.
2: This is How Men Think, an iHeartRadio London audio production. Listen each Thursday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.